This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week and every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That will ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. All money spends the same, but not all money is taxed the same. In today's episode, we're going to dive into the topic of qualified money versus non-qualified money and the possible tax treatment on both types of accounts. Depending on your unique situation for retirement, it may be beneficial to have both types of assets at your disposal in retirement, both qualified and non-qualified. Oh, that topic is an interesting one, and I, I want to dig into that a little bit more and, and have you explain. I've heard those terms, and you've thrown them out there, qualified and non-qualified, and I'm looking forward to you explaining just what that means and, and how that affects us. But first, I have to ask how everything's going over there with yourself and Safe Harbor. Everything's going good, Tony. You know, uh, it's definitely the holiday season wrapping up, you know, 2018. You know, I do, you know, of course, we're going to have clients and some prospects that are going to be retiring at the you know, beginning of the year. And we're trying to finalize, you know, their financial plans um, to make sure they get started on the right foot here in 2019 because it's, you know, it's right around the corner. So, uh, it's a, you know, it is actually a, a pretty busy time here at Safe Harbor. How about you? How's things going with you? Oh, really good. Really good. Had had a great uh, week last week with the family last weekend. So, uh, back at it and looking forward to doing the show with you today. Now, qualified and non-qualified, um, it sounds good, but what is qualified and non-qualified money and how can we tell the difference? Well, you know, one of the one of the things I'll, I'll definitely stress here at the beginning, Tony, is, you know, you're really not alone in the confusion um, of this. This, one of the, this is really one of the topics I do usually have to explain when I meet with uh, clients the first time. But, you know, one of the things we're going to try to do today is help you and your audience or our audience understand a little bit more about what makes these accounts different and why they may both be, you know, value to you. As with many things in your retirement strategy, you know, there are always pros and cons to both qualified and non-qualified accounts. And what is right for you depends on your unique goals and your situation. Now, for the typical retirement saver, you know, having a mix of qualified and non-qualified accounts can provide balance as well as flexibility for an ever-changing environment. So what exactly is the difference between qualified and non-qualified accounts? You know, to explain, we're going to enlist, you know, the help of Tim Parker's articles cleverly titled, Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans, What's the Difference? As published on the the Balance.com in July of 2018. Now, according to this article, 
The account definitions are established and regulated by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or URSA, which was acted into law in 1974. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 1974? I mean, that's a long time ago. Not too many more years, and, and ERISA itself would be old enough for retirement, right? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely right, you know, Tony. But, you know, there have been many attempts to, uh, you know, update this employer where the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or URSA. In fact, a thinkadvisor.com article from May of 2018 entitled Retirement Industry Officials Bank Bipartisan Bills to Update URSA examined four recent attempts to adjust the law. Now, we could do an entire show on URSA itself, but for now, let's just stick to the qualified versus non-qualified accounts because those are really tricky enough. Yeah, I, I guess I would agree with that. That's a good point. So let's dive into this and look at the difference between these two types of accounts. Uh, what makes each one of these unique? Well, you know, qualified accounts are really designed to give you tax benefits on funds that you invest and help you build a bigger asset pool to jump into your retirement time. Or at least, you know, that's the hope of it, right? Non-qualified accounts don't come with such tax benefits, but they do come with the freedom to move your money, you know, often without age restrictions or withdrawal, you know, penalties, depending on the investment product. Hmm, uh, that seems uh, about as clear as mud to me anyway. Uh, you might have to explain that a little bit more. Okay, so, you know, in addition, Tony, to, you know, to having different benefits, both accounts come with some rules on how you can use them. In the balance article, Tim Parker says these rules are designed to keep people from taking advantage of loopholes really created in the establishment of qualified accounts. So in qualified versus non-qualified plans, what's the difference? Parker says that, that qualified plans in particular also come with a few additional benefits that may make you know, following the rules worth it. That's one reason that many employer-sponsored accounts are established as qualified plans. A 401k, for example, is a qualified plan. Okay, uh, and 401ks are really common um, as a retirement savings option for uh, most people I know. That's exactly right. You know, one of the reasons employers like offering qualified plans is because they are eligible for a tax break on the funds they contribute, you know, to their employees' accounts. This provides a benefit for both the employee and the employer. So if your employer participates in a 401k match or otherwise, you know, contributes a percentage of your salary to your retirement plan, they're receiving a tax break for doing so. Well, that's good. I, I like hearing that. Now, I think this is a good discussion, and we're going to dig into it a little bit more to figure out how to utilize qualified and non-qualified plans and understand them more so we can get more out of them. But our time is just about up for this first segment. Corey, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break here? Yeah, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement, it can be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking, but you don't have to do it alone. So you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. And if you do call in, just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with that you know, complimentary, no obligation meeting with me. And when you do come in, we're going to be able to also provide you with your own personalized compass report. It's a great way to be able to see whether you're on track to have the retirement that you want. Or if you are retired, to make sure that you're still going to live the lifestyle you want you know, the remainder of your life. It's a good way to be able to see the impact of qualified and non-qualified accounts in there because one of the things we do want to do is help you prepare for retirement that you've worked so hard for 
And again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 and set up that complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. Well, that sounds like a great offer for our listeners today, Corey. And, and listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back to learn more critical things you need to consider as you look into qualified and non-qualified accounts right here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Safe Harbor Retirement Group now by going to safeharboroh.com or by calling us at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week is also Tony Shore. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, you know, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Now today we're talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts. We're enlisting the help of Tim Parker's qualified versus non-qualified plans. What's the difference? As published on thebalance.com for our discussion today. Right, and before the break, you were talking about some of these reasons that an employer would like offering a qualified plan to its employees. Uh, You mentioned the tax benefits that the employer would also benefit from. Is that right? That's true, Tony. But let's not forget that as an employee, you're also benefiting you know, from an account you know, like a non-Roth 401k. You'll notice that your contributions to these accounts come off the top of your salary, so to speak. Your money is invested in the account without taxes being taken out, which is known as a pre-tax distribution. So is that tax-free money then for the employee? Well, not quite. You know, ultimately, you will pay taxes on this money, you know, when you withdraw from the account sometime, you know, after you've turned 59 and a half. But for now, the tax advantage 401k allows you to use more of your money to compound your returns. Ah, I see. So are there limits or regulations on qualified accounts? I imagine there are quite a few, hence the word qualified. Yeah, you know, yeah, there are, Tony. You know, with the, the benefits of qualified accounts come, you know, some of the rules that we mentioned earlier, you know, generally there are limitations to how much you can put into your qualified accounts. You know, for 401k, the article notes that 18,500 annually in 2018, the amounts may vary, you know, to, you know, to really dependent on your account type. If you're over the age of 50, you have what they, you know, you also have the ability to add an additional $6,000. So, so or 5,500. So you can actually contribute up to $24,000 into your own 401k. Uh, to, you know, in 2018 today. Wow. So this is really good to be aware of. Uh, there are limits, but uh, I know that you, you want to try to maximize how much you're putting away for retirement. And speaking of that, you mentioned the age 59 and a half, and we've talked about this on past shows. I always have to laugh, Corey, because uh, leave it up to our government or especially the IRS to not just make it easy. They didn't just make it 59 or 60. They said you have to be age 59 and a half. Uh, I thought it was only little kids who wanted to count half years. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that come into play, though? Well, you know, that's a, really another important restriction for many qualified accounts. So if you try to withdraw money 
from these type of accounts before you're 59 and a half, you may be faced with a sizable 10% penalty. In addition, plans might force you to start withdrawing money, you know, as of age, you know, 70 and a half as well. We, we've discussed, you know, that's when you have to begin, you know, taking your requirement distributions as well. Right. Right. So I guess that is really important. So that's another half year there, 59 and a half, 70 and a half. But are there any exceptions that would allow you to withdraw at times other than waiting until you're 59 and a half or older? Well, you know, Tony, occasionally Congress is going to pass some laws that allow limited time, you know, special distributions. In February of 2018, the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018 passed by both the House, you know, and the Senate. So this bill eventually became law and the IRS produced publication 590B, which updated the existing law on irs.gov, you know, in the posting publication 590B 2017, distributions from individual retirement arrangements. Now they define the new rules for tax favored withdrawals and repayments from certain retirement plans, including IRAs for taxpayers who suffered economic losses as a result of hurricane you know, Harvey, Irma, or Maria. So this was a special instance by the government to aid taxpayers, you know, in the event of a natural disaster. Well, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Exceptions are rare, unless they're linked to specific events like hurricanes or a wildfire. Of course, uh, those are becoming less and less rare, unfortunately. That's, you know, that's exactly right, Tony. You know, obviously those type of situations are fairly unique and not common for most taxpayers. Now let's you know take a you know a deeper look at non-qualified accounts as noted in the Parker article. Non-qualified accounts are still part of your comprehensive retirement strategy, but they come with less rules than you'll find with qualified plans. Yeah, I want to dig into the non-qualified. Now it seems like we've talked a lot about qualified plans, uh, but I think we're going to have to uh, wait just a little bit to talk about those um, and really dig into them in our next uh, segment. Uh, but before we go on to that next segment, Corey, uh, I want to ask you, you meet with a lot of people in, in our community and you have a lot of clients that you uh, do financial planning for, investments, retirement income planning. Are qualified and non-qualified accounts and their um, implications as far as people's income and taxes, is that a big part of what you do? Does that come up? It does come up. And you know, in Believe me, there's a lot of cases where um, there are, you know, there are individuals or, you know, families out there that m the majority of their money is in what we call qualified money. And uh, it's it, one of the things that does is, it, you know, the longer you live, that means you're going to be, you end up paying taxes on that money the rest of your lifetime. So if, if you do have non-qualified money, you know, it can set up some unique situations to be able to, to lower your income in retirement. Um, which is a, which is always a good thing, which means you pay less taxes. So you know the more non-qualified money that you can have, you know in retirement, um, you're going to be better off. And that's why one of the things we you know we always talk about being allocated, you know the correct way. But one of the things you really need to to to, to do as well is be what we call diversified in your you know different types of accounts. So you want to make sure you have qualified accounts, and you also want to make sure you have non-qualified accounts. Um, just like anything else, there's going to be some opportunities to take advantage of when we start doing income planning for you. Sure. And we're going to dive into that, like reasons why you'd want a non-qualified account in our next segment. So I I'm looking forward to this discussion and continuing it 
Um, hopefully we won't have to talk about hurricanes or wildfires anymore. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a touchy subject right now for a lot of folks, uh, and that's too bad, but at least there is a provision where if they are hit with a natural disaster, then they may be able to access those funds. Now, uh, before we take this break, Corey, is there anything else you want to add for our clients? Yeah, sure, Tony. You know, our goal at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they will have a comfortable retirement that they have worked so hard for. Now, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. Just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary no-obligation meeting. And when you do come in, we're going to be able to also provide you with your own personalized compass report, which is going to show you whether you're on track to have the retirement that you wish to have if you're not retired. And if you are retired, it's going to be able to make sure that you're going to be able to maintain that lifestyle the rest of your lifetime. It's a great report. All you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 in order to set up your complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back after these messages with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, and my co-host joining me this week and every week is Tony Shore. Now, today we're talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts. We're enlisting the help of Tim Parker's Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans. What's the difference? As published on thebalance.com for our discussion today. We've already discussed some of the things that make qualified and non-qualified plans different, why qualified plans are attractive to employers, and the significance of age 59 and a half. Right, there's that half year again. Uh, and, and now I think we're going to talk a little bit about those non-qualified plans and those benefits, right? Yeah, that's right, Tony. You know, with non-qualified accounts, since you've already paid income tax on the funds, you can generally do, you know, what you want with them. Unlike qualified accounts, there are no contribution limits, and you can sell stocks and redeem shares without paying penalties. You are taxed on dividends, gains, and interest, but not on the original or principal you know, amounts that are invested, which can be a big, you know, help in retirement. Well, yeah, I imagine it would be a, a huge help in retirement. So uh, if you've invested then, say, $100 and withdrew uh, $150, uh, you'd only be taxed on the 50. Is that right? It's really that simple, Tony. And there are many factors to keep in mind. However, that's a general idea. But you know, you may want to also consult with your financial service professional when considering any you know withdrawal to see what those tax consequences are. But that you know, but but that at a high level is correct. Right. So now I've heard of qualified accounts like you know your four hundred one k, your four hundred three b, these types of things. But uh, can non qualified accounts be offered by employers? 
Yeah, non-qualified accounts can be offered by employers, Tony. Now, according to the article, employers will often use non-qualified accounts to supplement the income of highly paid employees because they're not also subject to the same contribution limits as qualified accounts. And also, unlike qualified accounts, employers aren't required to treat you know, everyone equally with a non-qualified plan. And one of the most you know, common things they'll do, too, is, is a lot of companies will allow you to offer to buy their company stock. In most cases, that's what we call as a non-qualified account that you can get at a discount. Right. And so obviously there are big differences. We need to be aware of that. Uh, and that certainly doesn't apply to everyone, but I guess it's helpful to know these things, right? Yeah, Tony. You know, everyone's situation is unique. It must be addressed as such. You know, working with a financial you know, service professional like myself, we can help you determine the right steps for your unique situation because everyone's situation is different. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're always saying that, but that's so important to remember when financial planning and, and planning for retirement and your retirement income and investments. So to recap, I want to make sure that I've got this right, Corey, and, and make sure our listeners understand one way to categorize qualified and non-qualified accounts is the type of tax advantages they offer. That seems to be the major difference. So uh, if our money is invested in a way that provides tax deferred growth, uh, it's a qualified account or probably is a qualified account and that's uh, and then governed by ERISA. Um, qualified accounts offer benefits to help you build your nest egg up, right? That's right, Tony. You know, any and qualified accounts also are subject to the maximum contribution limits and age-based restrictions on when and how you can withdraw your money. Non-qualified accounts, on the other hand, are composed of funds that are taxed before you can invest them you're not limited on how much you can contribute, and you are only taxed on the dividends, gains, and interest on the withdrawal. Well, for sure. And I, I think it's important for people to remember that tax implication. Uh, that's the main message I'm taking away because if I've got a traditional IRA or a 401k, it's, it's a qualified account. That means I have to pay taxes on all that money and the gains uh, when I get to retirement and start taking money out. Uh, so I might want to avoid that by utilizing uh, a more tax-free option. I'd rather pay the taxes up front and before I put the money in, because then when I take it out, I don't have to pay taxes on it. Is that basically correct? I mean, that, that is correct. I mean, one of the things that you definitely, you know, want to do, you know, one of the things I highly recommend is, you know, A, everyone's situation is unique. But again, you just want to set yourself up with multiple, you know, buckets of, of 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 a time, you know retirement accounts where some's taxed at 100%, some's you know taxed, you know like a Roth might not even be you know be taxed at all. Then you have non-qualified accounts where only 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 really taxed on the gains. Uh, so by having a combination of all three of those, you're going to be able to set yourself up with a you know really a successful retirement plan. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, Tony. You know, our listeners out there, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. Just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And when you do come in, we're also going to be able to provide you with your own personalized compass report, which is going to show you what your retirement's going to look like. If you aren't retired, it's a great way to make sure that you're on track. And if you are retired, it's, it's a great way to make sure that you're going to have uh, the, the income you're going to need the rest of your lifetime to make sure that you do keep up 
um, with your current lifestyle. You know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we are dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give us a call. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.